as Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you um, the, the ish that we talk. And now that is out the way, I will not act like I'm on AF, AM fucking radio. <laughs> what the fuck's the deal? All of you ugly motherfuckers. What's poppin'? I'm here with you. We here together. We gonna make this shit pop. <laughs> Jasmine just was like, I like that. <laughs> we gotta keep that one. <laughs> like that one. She liked that one. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody, man? We are, you know, we are back at it. Um, what is this? Uh 99? 99. He's 1999. Um, I'm glad that you guys are with us. Um, this is the issue we talk like we had uh said in the opening. Um, I'm not going to get the pleasantries out the way because you heard the pleasantries in the opening. Only thing I will say is you can catch us on Twitch. Shout out to my people with Twitch. You know, I love Twitch. Um, I'm trying to uh, be this content creator. So eventually I'm going to have to get all these social medias and I'm going to have to connect with all y'all. But Twitch, um, you you guys are definitely... Some of the people I want to connect with, um, one guy on Twitch called me uh, T Grizzly. And um, I want to find you just so um, I, I can see what you look like so I can roast you. But um, <laughs> no, nor here nor there. Uh, again, um, this is the issue we talk. I am the joint totem, black smoke, bad MO that you see in front of you. Um, I am the host of this show. I go by Lily. I am with the do all be all, the top shelf, the creme de la creme, the ace in the hole, the uh, say my name, say my name, because I'm a queen. Uh, the uh, the uh, lady that keeps the bells and the whistles popping, the lady that keeps the lights on. Um, the lady that created this, if it wasn't for her, it would not be no me. That is real talk. I cannot uh, lie. Um, you guys know uh, my um, antics because um, my peoples uh, made this platform for uh, us. So let's give a round of applause for the Gandalf of the show. Shout out to my nerds. Um, Lindsay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thanks for the intro. How is it going? Uh it's going cool. It's 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 uh it's actually going nice. It's going nice. I um I just got back. Um, you know, my uh my job that pays the bills. Uh I had to go to Chicago um to handle some business there. Um shout out to Chicago. Um real uh real cool time. I was there, I wasn't there for a long time, but uh I was I, I was there, I had a good time, and one thing that I will say. Um, and it's not a secret, so I don't have no problem saying this. Listen, all you tourists, stop eating deep dish pizza. Real Chicago people don't eat deep dish pizza. 
They no, don't. they don't. They don't. They leave that for the tourists. They actually laugh at you for ordering a deep dish pizza. That's how they know you from out of town. Well, all right. Yeah. What yes. you want to do is if mm-hmm. you go to a spot for pizza, you want to ask for a pizza and you want to ask for a tavern style. Tavern style. Okay. Yeah. So what's the difference? Um, deep dish is just for, uh, sauce on top, hella cheesy, um, give you gas, give you the shits. If your body ain't used to all that fucking cheese and sauce, you're going to have the, uh, you're going to have the running man shits for a couple of days. Um, and they laugh at you for that. Tavern style though, is like thin crust, but it's slightly more. So you get more bang to your buck, but it's, it, it, it's cut. It's, it's cut like, uh, we cut thin crust pieces. Cause it's not, it's not that, it's not a, uh, it's not as thick as a, it's, it's like personal pan or dough or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. slightly bigger than uh thin crusted weed, you know, cause thin crusted weed, you know, it's real, it's real, it's paper thin. Right, right. Tavern style's a little bit, a little bit more than that. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try tavern style. Oh, then- yeah, it's, it, I, listen, I brought it home. I've been fucking it up. Yeah, I bet. I bet. It don't sound too bad. Because you know what I was pleasantly surprised with was New York style pizza. Oh, yeah. Like, I need I had, yeah, yeah. When I went, I had it. And like with every bite, it got better and better. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. And we was about to walk out because we were like, why does it take forever to get this pizza? You know? And when we got it, boy, that was the best thing we ate the whole time we was there. You know what? Facts. It, I, I was saying the same thing. I was talking to my guy. Cheap mm-hmm. <laughs> dish pizza <laughs> is a tourist casual. That's a fact. That's a fact, Beckerman. <laughs> That's a fact, Beckerman. Um, nah, like real life. Uh, I was talking to my uh, guy and uh, I was like, man, how long this pizza got to take? And he was just like, chill, chill. Don't even worry right. about it. When it come, it come. And when it came out, Oh man, listen, mm-hmm. this shit smelled like brand new money. This shit was, I, I, by the smell, I knew this shit was about to be delicious. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And because we was like really waiting, it was barely anybody in there as well. And we was like, what the hell? You know, but yeah, when we got it, it was the best thing. Best thing since sliced bread. And it was sliced bread. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Which it was, I'm talking about. I'm gonna have to try New York pizza, but Chicago, hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm because I, I was gonna talk shit to my uh to my guy because my guy from Chicago, so he was like, I'm gonna take you around spots that we go. Um, I'm not disrespecting, um, I'm not disrespecting this area, but we didn't get a chance to go there. But this is what the area is called, so please don't try to cancel me. I did not get to go to Jewtown and get a uh, Jewtown sausage. I'm um. But um, everybody that I met in Chicago was like, yes, you got to go down to Jewtown. I'm talking about everybody that I met in Chicago. And I'm going to go down there. So if I, um, when I, uh, next time I go down there, I, I need to take Jasmine down there. I'm going to go to Jewtown and I'm going to get a Jewtown Polish. Mm, okay. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah, they they said yeah. They they was telling me like the pizza was good. They told me that, and then they told me to go to this franchise that they have, uh, Portellos. 
And mm-hmm. I got I went to Portello's and I got the uh the beef and the sausage uh sandwich. Ah mwah, shit was delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Chicago does have good food. Like <clears throat> I went I went for a day because I had like a what was it, like an eight hour layover or something? So I didn't um get to partake in that much food tourism, but I heard that there that's the place to go for food. So so it may, it makes sense. And then I everybody talks about Garrett's. I've had Garrett's before, but um yeah everybody talks about Garrett's uh popcorn. Yeah. Did you get some? Um, we didn't get to them because um, uh, what we uh, what we had to do, we had to hurry up and get um, get there and then um, extract what we needed to extract and then go back. I know I said that like I'm a, a drug dealer, but I swear to God, I'm not. We just had <laughs> um, we had a, a, a time frame that um, we had, we were supposed to be down there for two days, but um, the time frame got pushed back because of how uh, extreme uh, extremely the uh, cargo we was carrying. Um, start getting sensitive, so we had to hurry up and get back. Mm, mm, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Beckerman says Portellos is good if you if you have them dip it in the juice. And I did, I did. Okay. I, and they, um, they, they asked me, and I said, "Yeah, go ahead and dip that." They said, "Do you want your bread dipped? Do you just want it?" Right? I said, "Nah, dip that. Uh, do it like everybody else do it." And they was like, "Bet." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They, yeah. they gave me the Chicago experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I would want as well. Yeah, but that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. So you ready to get into these topics? Are you ready? 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 Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> ready? 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 Let's talk about the topics. <laughs> the, the, the topics. The topics. Yeah. Shout out right. to Grace's Corner, man. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. What are we going to start with? I know. I'm looking at this list like, hmm, where where do we want to start? Let's start with something um, nice. Uh, New Edition has a residency now starting in 2024 um, in Las Vegas, a Las Vegas residency. When I saw this, I absolutely was like, I'm going. I am freaking going. That wasn't on the list of things to do, but I'm going to make it on the list. I'm going to put it on the list, rather. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, uh, it's dope. I mean, listen, we're in a generation now that I really do love when it comes to music because um, this generation that grew up off their mother, their fathers, their big sisters, their big cousins, their big brothers, um, the big homies music, um, these people are now executives and they're making a lot of boss ass decisions that keep a lot of people, um, um, able to take, uh, pay their mortgage and, and, and take their kids to private school. I think it's really fucking dope that new edition gets a residency because, um, if this was 20 years ago, people would be acting like they didn't know who tw- uh, new edition was. So I'm glad, um, that this is happening. I think New Edition is the shit. New Edition was uh, my uh, my big sisters, my big cousins. That was their favorite group. That was their boy band. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're getting. Um, I'm glad that they're getting the respect that they do, and they're getting the red- uh, residency. And uh, not only in Vegas, but in one of the dopest hotels in Vegas. 
Like the wind is very dope. I I I I actually um when I went to Vegas um uh, the uh, one of the times I went to Vegas I actually had a room at the wind and the wind was do- uh, wind is dope. Not only did I have a room at the wind, they upgraded my room because they doubled. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they upgraded my room. My room had heated uh uh heated floors and all that shit. So yeah. Heated floors. Yeah, my shit. Yeah. My I had a thermostat for my motherfucking uh, mm-hmm. uh for the uh, temperature in my room. I also had a thermostat for my goddamn floor. Right, right. So if I wanted my floor cold because it's hot, because we uh that time we went like in the middle of fucking June. Mm, so yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was not, um, it, it was, it was not, uh, <clears throat> it was not, not human. I say that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, however way I wanted my, like when I stepped out the shower, my floor was warm, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the times I've went, um, they were August September, October, and then when I went as a kid it was in the summer. But yeah, and all the times were hot. Yeah, like yeah, I've I never known. If I go to Vegas now, and I'm gonna go to Vegas around this time. I'm not going to Vegas when everything is hot. That that was just right, fucking right. right. But shoot, I was sweating in October. All right, so yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 elated. And it makes sense for them to uh for them to have a residency. They consistently have been touring for God knows how long. You know what I mean? So it only it only would make sense. And on top of that, with Usher killing the game right now and mm-hmm. been and has been killing the game for the past three years, like yeah. Yeah, it would totally make sense for uh for them to go on ahead and open it up to more black artists, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally here for it. I'm totally here for it. And that way we ain't got to worry about them coming to you. So you can just go to where they're at, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they, and I mean, they have had, uh, they have had more, like they have had other black artists. Don't get me wrong, but it just seems like, they're starting to get more, um, more urban artists now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I just I, I can't wait to see uh Bobby Brown uh sweat off at least thirty of them motherfuckers. I don't do cocaine no more pounds because God damn, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard I somebody love you, Bobby, but Bobby, you starting to look like TD Jakes, and that's the truth. Man. I heard somebody else talking about that too. Like, especially for him to keep up with as many shows that they'll probably have to do. You know, he's gonna have he's gonna have to get in shape. He's gonna, gonna have, have to try to reverse some of that, um, some of that stuff. You don't you have know? to. Like, I get it, I get it getting off cocaine. Um it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a daily struggle, and I applaud you for your struggle, Bobby. I'm not talking about you like that. What I am saying though, like, come on, man. You know, you fucking Bobby Brown. You should be able to see your dick every time you take a piss, my nigga. <laughs> well, well, all right, yeah. You Bobby motherfucking Brown. Yeah. My mama had a crush on you, my nigga. You got to do something different. Man, when you look at how he used to look compared to how he look now, you like, that cannot be the same person. 
It's wild. Nigga, you was one of the reasons why I don't want to take my gap out. Yeah. Nigga. He did make it stylish. You was a gap tooth player. That's right. why I never take this gap out. It's there. <laughs> it never go nowhere. Right. right. But yeah. Yeah. Um that's funny. But yeah. He um yeah. He he definitely gonna have to start getting in shape, but you know, for that, for that, because that's a lot. That's gonna be a lot of shows that they're gonna have to do. So, but they're gonna do it in one place. So I'm, I'm definitely here for it. And they gonna be living good too. Ooh, mm -hmm. they gonna be living good. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine how my rule be is a nigga. I ain't shit. So I can imagine what they <laughs> look like. Yeah, yeah. That's even if they get rooms, because you know a lot of them people they just uh, rent houses and stuff. So, me personally, <coughs> I want a penthouse, so I ain't gotta go nowhere. It, you know how player it'd be to just wake up, brush your teeth, put some clothes on, walk downstairs, and go to work. Nigga, that's player. I get that, but in the same breath, I would want to get away from everyone. That's a lot of people, and you know, a whole lot of tourists, all the people around him. You just getting out your room just to walk down. You want to be incognito and shit. And you got people going to spot you and all that. What if you ain't having a good day? What if it's an off day and you don't want to be bothered with nobody? Like then You don't leave your fucking room. You got a penthouse. You sit on the top floor. You open up your fucking uh, balcony. You sit out there and you blow one and you don't go downstairs. And you order fucking but that's, but that's the thing. What if you don't want to be a recluse, a recluse? You just don't want to be bothered with nobody. That's cool. I go out to service interest like I always do because I'm a celebrity and I go find something to fuck to do. Mm. I yeah, mean, I, I, I ain't gotta, I ain't gotta be on the, first of all, if I'm gonna do a residency, y'all flipping the bill for everything. I'm not renting no motherfucking house. Uh, yeah. I didn't say that they was gonna flip the bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all flipping the bill and cutting me a check. I am mm. living like a king and I'm bringing my, I'm, I'm, not, I'm bringing Jasmine, I'm bringing Karen, I'm bringing my mama. I'm bringing my pops, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to bring maybe one or two of my nieces, two, uh, maybe two of them, because uh, I can't bring four of them because all of them end up in jail because when they connect, they get to think of real nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to take two of them with me the whole time and the other two could pop up every other weekend because we not doing that shit. But like, nigga, I am, I, nigga, this is all off y'all dime. I am kicking it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not paying for none of this shit. <laughs> no, listen. This is gonna be the shit. I'm gonna actually look at my family and be like, everything's on them. Not me, not you. It's on them. What you want? You want ice cream at two in the morning? Bet. Right, right. Shit's on yeah. them. Yeah, I would I would definitely do that. But yeah, I just I just don't want to get away. I don't want to see nobody. After I'm done. When I'm done, I'm done. You can do that. You can take a ride. You know, yeah. you can do that. Tell them to pull up a car for you and then take a ride around Vegas. Clear your mind. Drink you a little bit. Smoke you something. And then come the fuck back home and go to sleep. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I want to take a ride to my house and go to sleep. Maybe I'll have a room there if I don't want if I don't want to take the ride. But no, I would I would most definitely not have a place there. 
I think to myself, even if I was a millionaire, I'm a penny pincher. So all this is going to be on somebody else's dime. Oh, yeah. Even the house is going to be on somebody else's dime because that's what I would require. Oh, now, now, if that was the case, then yeah. Now, if yeah. that is the case, I'm bringing a whole goddamn family. Listen, yeah. I'm bringing a couple of niggas from the hood. Shit. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I am. I'm telling you. <laughs> a couple of my niggas is coming. Like, I know they ain't going to be on no fuck shit because now we all grown. I ain't going to bring the niggas that still think that we in our 20s. I'm bringing the niggas that know they 40 and they got something to do. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, a couple of those people can come along. But, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. And this is funny how this turned into what would we do if we had a residency? Right. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to New Edition, baby. Right. Matter of right. fact, shout right. out to all of New Edition, including Johnny Gill being a part of this. This the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when we talk new edition, it's all six now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been like that for a while. So, yeah, shout out to all six, all six for continually and consistently doing it. You know. Yeah. Shout, shout out. out to Johnny Gill because Johnny Gill a real nigga. Um, the only reason why I say Johnny Gill a real nigga is uh, when Johnny Gill was here, um, that nigga connected with my step pops because uh, my pops were uh, works for the city. And he was doing a show down here and um uh my pops was working and he just spoke to him like hey how you doing and the nigga turned around and had a full ass conversation by the time they was done the nigga had tickets to the show and he had a bottle of wine courtesy of johnny gill like boom hey this show up because i appreciate you for knowing who i am so shout out to johnny gill because that's a real one. oh yeah that's what's up that's what's up so uh oh, Hold on, sidebar, not even cutting that mm-hmm. out. He wanted yeah. to uh he wanted my mama to make dinner for him because I guess uh my pop said something about uh she makes uh um uh, I, I I didn't forgot, so don't don't let me lie about this. Um but um it was some dish that uh he was talking about and he wanted to uh to sit down and have dinner with them, but um they didn't have time, their schedules was off. Real shit, like my motherfucking pops and mama schedule was off. For Johnny motherfucking Gill. Oh, uh, the schedule would have had to be uh I'm like you motherfuckers out. is crazy. Uh, yeah. That's how I know old niggas don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because like, I would have stopped everything. Right. I would have stopped everything. So I can't move this. Oh no. Everything would have been moved. Johnny Gill, he wants something to eat. Oh yeah. I don't even cook, but I would cook. I figured out. I've been in Google some shit. Yeah, absolutely. When they, when, man, when my pops told me that shit, I said, man, listen, I ain't never cussed my pops, and I never will. But in my head, I was like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> <laughs> right. He was like, yeah, I, I couldn't move my um my appointment. Right. You know, so fast talking Mississippi nigga was like, hey, things didn't line up for me, Lily. I I, I was trying to get it, and it, it just didn't work. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. I would I would have had to rearrange some things. Everybody would have understood. But yeah, so um, so yeah, so guess we can keep it on music, um. The Grammy nominations came out um, 
Yeah. So uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a couple of good it's been a couple of good things. Like Victoria Monet, um, I love seeing this. She got seven nominations this year. You know. Um, and I wanna say SZA got nine. But yeah, um, I didn't count, I didn't count, but yeah, SZA's on a lot of them. Yeah. So um a couple other categories are um Record of the Year, which is um, Worship by John Baptiste, Not Strong Enough, um, Boy Genius, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, What Was I Made For from Barbie, um, Billie Eilish, On My Mama, Victoria Monet, Vampire, Olivia, Rodrigo, Antihero, Taylor Swift, Kill Bill, SZA. And then um, Album of the Year, um, uh, let's see. World Music Radio, John P- Baptiste, The Record, Boy Genius, Endless Summer Vacation, Miley Cyrus. Excuse me. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard, Lana Del, Lana Del Rey, um, The Art of Pleasure, um, Janelle Monae, Guts, Olivia Rodrigo, Midnight's Taylor Swift, SOS SZA. And then, uh, let's see. Then we have um, Song of the Year, which is a lot of people. I'm not even going to go through all this. But um, Kill Bill is on there for Song of the Year. And um, Best New Artist, Victoria Monet, is on there, along with Ice Spice and Jelly Roll, Coco Jones, Nora Cahan, The War and Treaty. And Gracie uh, Abrams and Fred again. Mm. The only yeah. thing I got to say about that one is shout out to Jelly Roll because Jelly Roll, um, he's been really doing new artist. He's not a new artist, but Neither Jelly Roll. My name. Yeah, but he has definitely been consistent. And the years of I, that I've been listening to Jelly Roll, Jelly Roll is um, he, he's authentic. Yeah. Right, right. I was I was kind of confused with the with the Jelly Roll and the Victoria Monet because I'm like Victoria Monet been out for some years, but maybe maybe they go off of this is the first time they've been submitted. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, Metro Boomin got uh, nominated for Producer of the Year and Hit Boy. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, who else? Let's see. Oh. I mean, but do you think any of them, um, besides, you know, and I hate to say it like this, but I'm going to just keep mm-hmm. going and fuck it. Besides, um, like a couple of them white folks, I don't think too many people really care about the Grammys like that anymore. Um. Too many people as far as like regular people or people in the industry? Like people in the industry. Um it doesn't necessarily define you anymore. Because it's all it's all of it's a it's all about like who you network with, if you're likable and stuff like that, if you're memorable, you know, it's not necessarily about the talent. Because if it was about the talent, it would be a lot of other people that would have Grammys. Because there's people that have that are very consistent 
in um, their talent and very consistent in their stardom that don't have Grammys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, from, that's why I was asking, like, does it really even matter anymore? Because it's, it's people that make consistent hits mm-hmm. and, and, and just keep rocking. And, and it's like, they don't even they don't even want to be considered for nomination. They like man, yeah. I don't want none of that. Right, right, right. And um, yeah. So I think like with because of that is probably the reason why people just like eh, whatever, you know. So um, but it's still a good accolade to have. And then and then on top of that, you know when. People get it when you know they shouldn't have gotten it. When you know that there was more talent, talented artists in that category that shouldn't have got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and like email artists like question it because it doesn't make sense. You know, like, yeah. <clears throat> like, um, say for instance, Beyonce. Beyonce got she has like the most Grammys ever, but they're not in the major categories. Mm-hmm. So, and even, even Adele will even question it. Like, why hasn't Beyonce got, I want to hear like, this doesn't make any sense. And then we knew, we just knew she was a shoe in last year and it didn't happen. Like it just, it doesn't make any sense, but y'all give it to her in the other categories. So are the other categories like throwaway categories, you know? So That's just, the thing I don't understand. Or like yeah. when uh when they just totally snubbed the weekend and I was like, nigga, what? Like, and this, Lamar. Nigga, this nigga was consistent for like five years running. Mm-hmm. And like y'all snubbed the shit out this nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And um and Kendrick Lamar. And they got so much backlash when they snubbed Kendrick Lamar for uh Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah, but then they turned around and overcorrected. It. I feel like they overcorrected, but and it was just like it was like overkill at, at that point. You know what I mean? Because yep. it, it just was like okay, like y'all really not taking this seriously either. You know, shit. Even Macklemore didn't uh, respect that. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, "We sharing this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it." At my house, but we yeah. Share. <laughs> and I mean, he's supposed to, he, I mean, shit. He knew. He he knew that, like, yeah, it, it's as dope as not. Because I'm not gonna shoot down um Macklemore's right. album. Uh, that album was actually pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the it album of the kid. year. Yeah, it wasn't good, kid, man. City. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I even was like back then. I even was like, now Macklemore is pretty dope. Like I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm gonna shit on I'm him. Not holding nothing on him. I'm not. I'm yeah. not shooting Macklemore now because right. Macklemore. That 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 was a that was a good album. That was a Grammy uh a nominated album, and it should have been Grammy nominated. Should it have yeah. won? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, and then I'm just gonna keep it a being, uh, as you would say, <laughs> um, invasion of privacy. Cardi B shouldn't have won. No, that shouldn't. It was up against. It was up against Astro World by Travis Scott 
and um, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. And this was pre, this is pre-death. This is pre-death. And I was like, and everybody knows how much I love Travis Scott, especially Astroworld. Even though um, Birds, in the, Birds in the Trap is my favorite, but I digress. Um, I, I was like, Nipsey should have won. Victory Lap should have been album yeah. of the year. Yeah, like, like it, it just, it, at the very least, it should have won Best Rap Album. And for Cardi B to win, I was like, that album is not that good. Like, I I listened to it all the way through one time. It was, and I was done. Like, it was just, it was okay. It was okay. It, it was okay. Listen, right. no, no downplay to Cardi B. Cardi yeah, B but it wasn't. Yeah, you deserve um, uh, uh, the things that you were getting. But, um, nah, from who you was up against, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, like, like for real, it shouldn't have even been on, it shouldn't even been on the list. Like, it shouldn't even been there. I ain't going to say and that. The only, the only two. Nowadays, record labels and, and, and the powers that be, they have to go with what's trending. So, I won't say that. But what I will say is, at one point, they don't have some niggas got to start renouncing their throne, like uh, uh, like Prince Hakeem. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like some people got to be like, "Oh no, nah, I'm not accepting that award." But that's the thing; they don't have to go with what's trending because usually they don't. Like you'll get you'll see somebody that get up there and win 511 awards that you ain't never heard of. You know what I'm saying? So they don't necessarily have to go with what's trending. Uh, but, but they go with what's trending for them. They go with who campaigns the best. It's a whole campaign that they do. You got to go around for months kissing babies and kissing ass, like, and who and it's a it's a it's a committee of people that that vote, and they don't necessarily vote for shit that they listen to. So if it's something that if it's a category that they don't listen to, like if it's an old white man that don't care about rap, don't listen to rap. They only gonna vote for who stick out in their head, and if you campaign the best, if you had the best campaign, then you'll probably get that vote. Hmm. But that's what it is. That's what it is. Like they, they about to be on the campaign trail here in the next few months. <laughs> like for real. I believe it. I believe, and I hate that because um, if it's I not ever about the talent, yeah, it's not about the talent anymore. That's why I was about to say, like you know. Um, if the powers to be it gave me the flowers to ever become an artist and I was like real renowned, I'm not I'm not about to go on a campaign and win no motherfucking Grammy. That's not what I'm doing this shit for. I'm doing this for me to be relatable to people because I know I'm not the only one that feels this way or does these things in the world. So I'm, I'm doing this shit for y'all. I'm not about to act funny or do no extra shit or be, you know, y'all are the. As an artist, you should think the world is supposed to be your muse. The world, not just a, 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 a subculture of people. The world. So the world should be relatable to you. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't know. That's just me. I, I would not campaign for that shit. And, and especially if I knew, like, because as an artist, like, you listen to your shit. I know this for, I, I just know this for a fact. You listen to your shit. <laughs> But if something is dope, you gotta respect where it's dope, and you end up listening to that shit too. And then yeah. you gotta and, and you end up you sometimes people get you. Yeah. And niggas know real artists know it, like, oh nah, they got it this year. This shit was 
Ooh, I wish I could have wrote a song like that. Like, mm-hmm. but when you see that shit and you know motherfuckers get snubbed, I'm gonna be like, man, I'm not accepting that bullshit. Like, I'm not doing that. I cause I don't I don't want again, I don't want a subculture of people to say I'm the best. I want the world to say it. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I remember um people did come down on Cardi for winning and she, you know, got on the internet like she does and and talked about it. Cause she was like, I was the one that was um spending days in the studio and I was pregnant and blah blah blah. And I was just like, What? Just because you pregnant and you was in the studio pregnant means that you supposed to win a Grammy. Like, what are you talking about? SUV did that shit years for years. Yeah. I was offended. I, and I ain't got shit doing nothing, but I was offended. I was just like, that don't mean that you win a that you're um that you should win a Grammy just because you recorded while you were pregnant. You don't have the better. You don't have the better album. Period. Full stop. You don't. Right. You was in there pregnant, rapid, and not making the best. Right. Not the normal. And again, not to shoot you down, Cardi B, but you wasn't making the best for that 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 moment. Like, right. You wasn't like. When I listen, I I listen to Victory uh, Lap. I can relate to shit that he's talking about in Victory Lap. That's what makes it good for me. That's mm-hmm. why I say for that year, that was the best album because Victory Lap was relatable for me. I knew what it was. I knew how it felt. You know, yeah. um, I listened to your album, you know, I. but certain things. It was just, it was a bunch of songs put together on one album. That's what it was. But Victory Lap was, um, especially if you were a, um, if you were a Nipsey Hussle fan prior to his death, because a lot of you weren't exactly. But, um, if you were if you were a fan prior to his passing, then you would know why he named it Victory Lap. You would know why it was a cohesive project. You know what I'm saying? Because this was a marathon, no pun intended. But this was a marathon to get to that album. You know what I'm saying? Like he had been in the game for a really long time, but now quite a few mixtapes to get to this debut album. You know. Yeah. And then, um, and then to pivot to um, Travis Scott. If you listen to Travis Scott, Travis Scott's album was a cohesive project. It literally sounded like a theme park. Like, how do you put a theme park on an album? That is insane. It literally sounded like an audio theme park. You know what? Now you know what I mean. That. Yeah, yeah, it did. Everything, everything was well put together. Like, yeah. Yes, yes, it was a complete. It was a complete project that was well thought out. The theme was executed to perfection. And you mean to tell me that these two motherfuckers lost to invasion of privacy? <laughs> and we supposed to like really hold Grammys up at this high level? Top of the top, creme de la creme, steel. When y'all have consistently made blunders like that, no. I mean, it's cute. It's cute to say that I'm Grammy nominated. It's it's real cute to say that I'm Grammy award winning. But to your point, we don't really hold the Grammys to that anymore. And that's the Grammys did that. The the, you know what? Uh, Gilbert Arena said it best. 
Um, cause I, I I'll be fucking with his podcast, but he had asked the nigga, and he was like, "Would you rather have my bank account in the NBA or or a NBA championship?" And the dude was saying, "Um, you know, he wants the championship because that's something you know. what I'm saying money can't buy. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't?" But he's but then Gilbert says, "Shit, I can buy everything that you getting off that fucking championship, though." You know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where he was like, shit, you know, why why would you sign a shitty-ass contract and then win a championship, but you still got shitty-ass money? He was like, I don't worry about that shit because I made sure I cashed out. Like, you got to make sure that you cashed out. Um, turn it around in music, you just got to make sure that you are the voice that niggas is going to talk about for years and years and years. You got to make sure you are a legacy. I ain't got to have the Grammys to be a legacy. We've seen that every motherfucker who had a Grammy, who was a one hit wonder, they still run around saying they had a Grammy. But at the same time, you saying that you about to get on a bus. Nigga, I've never had a Grammy. I'm about to get on a private jet. We are different. Yeah. 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 You're definitely different. And, and not to even make it all about money. Like there are people that have never won Grammys that you can consistently list or in your top 10, top five, whatever the case, like case in point, Nicki Minaj, can't nobody deny her talent. Facts. You know what I'm saying? How many Grammys does she have? Zero. Diana, um, Diana Ross. Diana <laughs> Ross is, bless you. Diana Ross is another one. She doesn't have any, and who gonna deny the boss? You know what I mean? Deny Diana, motherfucking. That's why I said you got to get the fucking world. Mm -hmm. You got to be relatable to the world. Fuck this subculture of people. Like you said, half the time they don't even be listening to these people. Right? They just whatever. Oh yeah, I know about little Jazzy Nine, and and they just check the check mark. They ain't they ain't heard not a song. Right. Right, but they had the best campaign. So, yeah. Just to, when it's time to vote, if you remember them, you know. That shit and that, is wild. I'm not yeah. About that shit. Yeah, yeah. But in the same breath, you know, shout out to the ones that uh, did get nominated. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it is still a good, um, it is still something good to have. It's a good look. Listen. Yeah. It's a good look. If you are one of those people that um uh is not uh as 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 far as what the music industry is, if you're not one of those people that are actually musically inclined to make song after song and you make a song to get you a Grammy, I'm a hundred percent I I am not talking about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This I am not talking about you. I am talking about the people yeah. who uh are the powers that be that don't give a fuck about what's really popping in, you know what I'm saying, in the world for real. They're yeah. on, like you just said, they're only focused on, on who's campaigning the most. Right. Like, I'm not going to campaign. I'm going to, I if I was ever Grammy nominated, I'm going to listen to all the fucking nominations that's after me. And I'm going to be like, oh, no, nah, I didn't win that. Or, yeah, I won the shit out of it. But I'm going to keep it real yeah. with myself. Right, 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 right. I, I would definitely do that as well. I would definitely do that as well. But um, speaking of Grammy wins, 
that a lot of people uh a lot of people was upset about after huh. and in the history of Grammys they gave it back they're the only ones to have ever given it back Millie Vanilli they have a um new documentary out that's on Paramount Plus did you get a chance to watch it I did and um listen we take lefts a lot so that hard right that you did was Fantastico. I try. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Fantastico. Yeah. So I um I watched in the nineties behind the music Millie Vanilli. So I knew some of it. And um Rob was still alive when that one came out. So um I knew some of the stuff, but um this one was longer of course it was this one was like two hours long mm -hmm. and um it was i was i was uh i was informed on a couple of things you know so i didn't know shit about what was going on with millie vanilli really i didn't know a goddamn thing and i was so, like damn what did you so what did you go in knowing just the fact that they were lip singing um i i went in knowing that uh they were lip singing and I, I went in knowing um that they gave the Grammy back um because they got found out. Um mm -hmm. but like I was explaining to Jasmine early um earlier today, my thing was I didn't know because I was a kid when all this was happening, how um they were really getting thrown under the bus for this. I did not know this at all. Yeah. You know. And I was like, damn, like, this is the shit that was crazy for me. Not only did I not know about this, but at the same time, I did know this. I don't, and I'm only speaking of kids uh, in my age range from um, who were born between the years of 1979 to 1984. We were babies. In the hood, everybody in their mama knew Millie Vanilli was fake as fuck. All I remember about Millie Vanilli from people is they would listen to Blame It On The Rain and say it's a good song, and they would turn around and say, you know them niggas ain't really singing that shit. <laughs> like, for real, because they were listening, they were, we be forgetting, like, we be forgetting that, like, our parents was uh, in tune in the time right then and there we be thinking they oh they ain't no shit they were in tuned in that time right then and oh there. yeah right so you know they were watching interviews and things of that shit so like i was explaining to jasmine every motherfucker i knew in the hood knew millie vanilli was fake as fuck because when they did interviews they didn't sound like that shit it sounded nothing like it nothing like so it. so it was not a surprise to the hood yeah yeah and that's the thing because like they had been getting called out you know, it like, like it was even before they got called out, motherfuckers was like, oh, them niggas is lip syncing. Mm hmm. Hey, hey, every old nigga I knew of saying that shit all the time. And then even, um, I remember, uh, oh, damn, who was that nigga? Uh, damn, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I have to think about it, but it, it was a comedian that talked about that shit before the shit came out. And he was a white dude. Mm hmm. 
But it was like, it was certain shit that was going on. It's like, everybody knew the shit. So, well, for me, every nigga in the hood knew that shit. And then watching the documentary showed that like 95% of the industry knew about the shit too. They just didn't give a fuck. They was pushing this conglomerate because of yeah. fucking Davis. Yeah. Now, do you believe that they did not know, like Arista as a whole, did not know prior to signing them? I think prior to signing them, they didn't know. But once they signed them, they found out real quick and real fast. And they had to make sure that they recruit their money because the the, uh, the manager they was under, he made sure he got his check first for giving them niggas over there. Mm, yeah. Right, because he they had one of the biggest – managers yeah yeah so he made sure he got his he, he made sure that check uh cash first before he brought them to him because he knew it was a mistake to bring them over there anyway so he yeah. made sure he got his cash first oh no 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 not the manager um you talking about the producer the producer yeah the producer yeah yeah right right because I feel because I feel like how the documentary felt like if they would have stayed overseas then they probably would have been fine yeah, that would have been cool. That'd been yeah, dope. but they should what they should have done was they should have um the manager that worked closely with them because the the main manager had an assistant manager and that assistant manager was the one that worked with them and he's the one that submitted them to the Grammys. I feel like they should have let them in on the secret so that he wouldn't have took it upon himself to submit them to the Grammys because he didn't do nothing wrong, but he. <laughs> He got blamed for it, and he was just like, "All I did was submit him to the Grammy." Well, he didn't yeah. know, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was if the, yeah. the big wigs knew, the niggas that was cashing the checks knew, right? Yeah, everybody that's else so did, funny. right? And that's so funny because even on the documentary, the ones that worked for Arista still did not want to admit that when they found out, you know? yeah. Yeah, they still did not want to admit that. Yeah, especially uh, the nigga that looked like a mob boss. That nigga was yes. not saying shit. Yes, yes, yes. He was like, well, what exactly do you mean? Like, you know what I mean, fool. Like, you know what we're talking about. But, yeah. Like, he act like somebody was about to go to jail if they, uh... Right. If they admitted to some shit. So... But, nah, yeah. But you know what? You, you The reason why I can't do that is because... You got to think at that time when that shit happened, even watching the documentary, that's what I found out. These Everybody, motherfuckers out of the woodwork was finding a reason to sue because of this shit. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. So they got to make sure that they, 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 they say, man, we ain't had shit to do with shit. Mm-hmm. But I would think by sued. now, I would think by now it's been over 30 years that they, the statute of limitations would be up. Statue of limitations is up. Facts. Yeah. We're, in, we're in the world of sensitive. Sensitivity. Yeah. Shout out to Ralph Trashman. If the shit really hit the fan and get real big, motherfuckers would really be like, ah, oh, we got to start hitting these motherfucking record labels all over the head because they, they the ones that lied to us about shit. So Millie Vanilli would be the ones, if, 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 if niggas start saying the truth, Millie Vanilli would crawl for other motherfuckers to really actually uh, uh, sue and get money for, uh, for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, I gotta be in total. Even though 
the world knows I still got to be in total denial. Like, I don't know shit about what I mean. You know how the record work. I, I got to act like I ain't been in the industry for a thousand fucking years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But that was crazy. But um, yeah, it's just sad that they, that the casualty was robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was sad. And like back when they did the um the behind the music, I think he died like right after. So yeah. The bad part about that is like um like when I was telling Jazz when um we were watching it, I told her like uh the real thing about this is what nobody is really paying attention to is um even if this didn't happen to Rob, like if uh if nobody found out that they was lip singing and they continued to be superstars like they were, um, Rob would have still died like that. You think so? I, yeah, I think so. Um not a matter of fact, I ain't even gonna say I think so, I know so. Um, just because um of the caliber of guy that he was. Um that um okay let's just keep it real um rob was a he is a product of a u.s soldier and a quote-unquote stripper so you know if this nigga if this soldier is fucking the stripper this nigga's mama's a whore so he's a product of a uh army guy and then a, a whore and then they don't want him so they put him in an orphanage they put him in an orphanage um where you know basically he's black so he is getting um he is not uh getting the love that everybody else is getting in this orphanage even though it's an orphanage so you ain't getting the type of love you need but uh he was really typecasting by himself this time um where they even uh spoke about that is he was attention deprived um, yeah because when he seen people get adopted he would drink out the toilet so everybody would pay attention to him so he was attention deprived so once he got older and he achieved this type of fame, like everything he did in the coalition of that, you know, you got to think after that, he got adopted. When he got adopted, he was the only black kid there. He got ridiculed there. And then he became a break dancer because that's what gave him the attention. Mm. And so he started from there and then he, he moved on to what it is now. So um, it would always end up uh, tragic because he was always looking for attention that he didn't know, but he didn't know what type of attention it was, either good or bad. He just wanted the attention. Mm-hmm. So he would have, it would have always ended this way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, um, that's a good analysis of the situation. Yeah. And that, that's, the, um, that's the crazy part, even thinking about that, because watching the documentary, when you uh uh you look at the dude uh Febreze. Febreze was just uh basically like that was his big brother. He was he was riding with he was riding with his big brother, which you should do. Yeah, yeah. You know? But you see how um he he developed a talent. He ended up developing a talent that kept him going on. Rob just wanted attention. He didn't want to develop a talent. He just wanted people to love him. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the thing. You know, Febreze had the love of his brother, and that's all he needed. Like, you know, they both was kind of fucked up. Like, uh, in the documentary, you know, Febreze ran away from home because, and I'm fucking his name up. I know I keep saying <laughs> But, um, 
my man uh fab i'm gonna call him fab yeah, fab. Uh, fab was uh he had to run away from home because it was abusive so he wasn't looking for love he was just looking for a family rob was actually looking for love yeah 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 i mean they they both had um they both had sad upbringings for sure um and they found they found that love in the fame, but then they also saw that as fast as it came, it is as fast as it was taken away. And that was just detrimental. You know. Yeah. So um and 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 this is the crazy part about it because they actually could sing. They were in a group before. Now I didn't know that part. Well, they were in a group before. Well, one of them can sing. Fab can sing. Yeah. Fab can sing. Fab can sing, right. You know, now Rob, <laughs> mm-hmm. rest in peace, Rob. Love you. For Rob real, for real. Light-skinned, green-eyed nigga. Dude, you, you started a movement, and I'm talking to your angel right now. You started a movement, my dude, that surpassed the world. Every light-skinned nigga with uh, green eyes was getting fucking pussy. Every nigga with green eyes was getting pussy after you. Let's just keep it real. It's a dark-skinned nigga on on the uh, the north side uh, <laughs> right now. That's probably getting topped off, not because he got some money. It's because his nigga eyes is pretty. This nigga about to go right back to being a janitor at fucking Burger King. <laughs> you started that movement, my dude. But shit, I was watching that documentary. I was just like, "Damn, Rob is fine." Like, golly, like, dang near every picture that they put up, especially back in their early days. I was like, "Dang, he is fine." And that hair did it. That you hair- know what? It was so yeah. crazy because <laughs> they knew that shit. Like, yeah. Like fuck all what everybody talking about. They stole music or whatever. They didn't steal music. They was just they, they just got part of a conglomerate and they threw them under the bus. Um, before yeah. even that though, they knew the look before the world even knew the look. You know, yeah. like even Fab said, nigga, they knew that. They knew this is what I need to look like. And the minute they look like that is the minute motherfuckers start uh uh, uh signed them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that it wasn't is. it was it wasn't no slow process. It was as soon as I got this shit done a month later, a motherfucker was like, You want to sign a record deal? Yeah. Yeah, that that's definitely what happened, you know. Um, and that's so wild that it <clears throat> that it happened like that. Like all it was was some what it was a hair change. Excuse me. That's all it was was a hair change. And it did wonders. Them niggas was gone. And yeah. Gone. Like I'm talking about. Yeah. But but um I was I was um happy to see that um it is turning out um like life as a whole is turning out to be a positive for Fab. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. I, 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 I appreciated how his life was going. Now, yeah, I was looking yeah. at that, I was like, ah, oh, that's so dope for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like the way the way they made it look in the beginning, it made it look like shoot, he living in a studio apartment by himself, you know, and he's just in Amsterdam, just there. 
but no, that's not the case. And and I love I love the fact that um, he's singing and he's embracing the Millie Vanilli songs, and he's singing yeah. them. Yeah, because I I probably would have steered away from them. That's what Jasmine said. He was. He, she said, "I wouldn't be playing shit." Right. But, <laughs> like I, I, I explained to her. I'm like, you got to think about. It. Like he said, you know, when he plays these songs, um, he, um, he tributes Rob to it because you know Rob was really caught up in that. Like that was that was the only thing that Rob had. Like he said it without saying it. Like he, he said, "Hey, my big brother didn't have talent. What he had was a drink." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He said that without saying it, and so yeah. when he does, when he does those now, and he do it for a tribute to Rob because Rob didn't have the format, but what he did is he had the face. So his <laughs> face is always going to be tied to these songs. So I'm a favorite singing these songs to uh, rem- uh to remember and reminisce over my brother. Yeah, yeah, and I can, and I can respect that. I can definitely respect that. Um, I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most well, niggas won't, but you know yeah. that nigga from Paris, so he got a whole different mentality. Right, right, right. So, um, now this was a question that was um, brought up because uh, I had a conversation about this documentary, and um, I actually had a conversation with DJ, and shout out to him. Um, shout out to DJ. He, he said. Uh, something about like them giving the Grammy back, and he was like, "I mean, the songs were still sung, so they didn't. Why would they give the Grammy back to the Grammys instead of them? Instead of the Grammys, just giving it to the people that actually sung it." And I was like, "You know what? We have a point." So, what do you think about that? Um, the only thing I can say about that is. Um, because they did not want to admit fault. They can't do that. They, they, they'll take the Grammy back and then they'll throw these two niggas under the bus. You know, I'm not going to admit to my mistake. I'm going to just say, yeah, it's them. It's mm-hmm. them. They're fries. It's not us. It's them. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, and that's, that's it would have been that would have destroyed the Grammys back then if they would have said, OK, well, we're going to give it to the artists. Mm. And they would have had to be a whole different conglomerate than you see right now. Yeah. So would you think that they would like go as far as being like, OK, we need proof of who's singing or what? Like, how would that change things? They don't need. Uh, um, well, if that would have happened, then yeah, it would have been always, um, they would have started crediting the people that is credited on the album. Um, that would uh, that would have changed everything because how you see now, uh, how you see how it was with Millie Vanilli, at that point, um, they just nominated them for a Grammy. Um, they didn't even check the album to see that they, they were not credited on making or um, producing or writing or singing on anything. They was not credited on anything. That would have made that would have changed everything back then. So yeah. the Grammys would be a totally different thing right now. Um, not saying it was a it was it's like a big butterfly effect, but just saying how how we looking at the Grammys now that we don't think the Grammys is shit. Um, we probably would have more high resolve for the Grammys now if if they would have been recognizing that shit back then. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it would be you saying or me saying the Grammys ain't shit, and then you or me um, having a, a a rebuttal of why the Grammys are the shit because they actually are paying attention to these artists. Yeah. 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 But, <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I don't know because in the same breath, like DJ had a point. Like the song was sung and if, if we're basing it off of the talent alone, but I don't think it was based off the talent, you know? And then on top of that, what you said with the whole, um, not one to admit fault. Yeah. But it's just it's just sad how everybody came down on these guys. And these guys really was just, you know, the face of this whole scam. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. But that's what happens. That's why um that's what you do to escape goats. You make them the face. The face mm-hmm. is always gonna get hit. It's never like that whole uh, thing about, you know, you got to uh, cut the uh, snake off by the head. That's a fucking lie. You got to mm-hmm. destroy the body. Yeah. You know, because the face is literally just a face. It has no involvement with what's going on under in, in, in the deep underbelly. Because the yeah. deep underbelly is what's really popping. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Because the one that was the puppet master... He practically got away scot free. Then tried to put out like the real Millie Vanilli with the real people. Now that was crazy. <laughs> no, the funny part about it is the real v- Millie Vanilli didn't even have the real people. Right, right. It didn't even have the weird. real people. Yeah, like, and that man got buku money. He got money hand over fist. Now, when Robin Fab did try to come out, now that was sad. Their record sales, that was sad. They said they moved like over 2,000 units units worldwide. That's crazy. Out of the whole world. Right. So if if we do the math of that, that's two people out of each city. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm. But I bet you that vinyl cost thousands on top of thousands of dollars right now. It should. Yeah. Especially if it was um, never played. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then but, says, like, you got to play it. You got to play it. You got to be a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to even want it, to even. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just buying that shit be a collector's item. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That's why it will. That's why it will be a whole, whole lot of money if you can find one that's not played. Yeah, yeah. Because you ain't buying one to just be a collector's item. If you find one that that that, that nobody touched, um, yeah, the niggas didn't know what it was. The niggas didn't know what it was. Like niggas, niggas thought they was washed up and has been. It ain't. It, it ain't gonna be one. Of, if you find one of them. It's because a record store closed down, and then they never uh, they kept paying money on their storage. <laughs> like, that's right, the only right, way right. you're gonna find an untouched uh, version of that if you have that. Because other than that, them niggas trash that shit because it wouldn't sell. It. Right, right, exactly. And that's even if they put it in their stores because they probably saw it on the list and was like, "Hell no, nah, I ain't buying that." And don't nobody want to buy that, so I ain't right. gonna buy. It. <laughs> 
this is not in demand. So yeah. But um but yeah. But overall, um I really I really enjoyed the uh documentary. You know. Yeah, it was a dope ass documentary. Um yeah. like it's so funny because like the uh the memes and the and the TikToks and the reels that's going on now about uh about that one band where they were just like this is what happened when you have to uh you have to bring your brother on a uh, <laughs> on a girl's trip or a slumber party and they got the nigga dancing and shit. I did not know um that they were uh that they were signed with the same people that uh the Millie Vanilli was signed to and they was making that well he was making a mint off of them in the 70s. Oh, Bonnie M. Bonnie M. I did not know yeah. shit about that. When I was seeing those memes and those TikToks, I was really like, damn, that's weird. Like, I did not know that the nigga dancing <laughs> was the fucking lead singer. I did not know shit about that. How about I never heard of them? Me either. I only seen them on TikToks. I hadn't even seen them on TikTok. I don't know what you're talking about as far as the TikTok is concerned. Oh my God. Yeah. But watching the clips from the documentary and listening to what you're saying that the TikToks are, that got to be hella funny. Because that yeah. dude was like dancing everywhere. And then come to find out, he, I mean, he was just a dancer. He wasn't. Yeah, like, he was legit like, a dancer. You're right. The nigga was singing the songs for him. Right, right. And all he needed to do was get in there. And just be like, boom, ha, ha, da, da. Right. And then touch the mic one time and then jump back. Right, right. So, yeah, that was funny. I did not know, but I'm like, these in the 70s, like, understand how fucking amazing this is to do this now. Like, niggas don't do this now. So this is crazy. In the 70s. These niggas pushed 80 million records. That's and right. I only know them as a TikTok, and you don't know these motherfuckers at all. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's what makes it even more wild. And these motherfuckers put out 80 million records. This is what was sold. Yeah. Are you fucking crazy? That right. shit is wild to me. I'm like, right. this white man was making hand over fist money. Yeah, yeah. And he was the real singer. That's the killer part. He was the real singer at Bonnie M. So, yes, he right. was literally making hand over fist. Killing. Yeah. Right. They said that man net worth was like $500 million. So, yeah. Nigga killed it. Listen, I, I mean... As far as him being a villain, you know I love villains, so I ain't got nothing but the utmost respect for his <laughs> villainy. But how that shit was handled, oh my god! Listen, yeah, this uh, if we're gonna talk about any type of uh, black exploitation, um, you really have to put him right in 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 there. He's in the top of it because yeah. he damn near made a billion off of that shit in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely exploited the fuck out of the black community. Man. Time after time. And then and didn't feel no ways about it. Nah, fuck no. Nah. Why would he? Right. Why would he? I'm this has always been it. making me money. Right. I'm never gonna stop doing this shit. Right. They not I'm never gonna get legally charged for uh 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 having slaves this way. 
Right, because this is a legal this is a legal way to handle it. So, yeah. I mean, what you gonna do? Right. No. I mean, these are bona fide hits. What you gonna do? Not play them? You're not gonna play them at all, at right. all. So, like at all. <laughs> the world is just gonna know how good we is, and then they're gonna be like, "Why they don't never go to the uh, the U.S.?" All right. Well, now we know why they don't go to the U.S. Because that was that was the issue. That that was the one thing that brought down the house. So, ain't that funny though? Like it took them going to the U.S. for them to get exposed like this. Right. You know the crazy part about it is that, that's what I was said of. To really baffle me the most about it, it was the fact that um, they actually was not doing it for real. Like you know, everybody lip syncing. Niggas been lip syncing since the goddamn 1940s, but they were lip syncing their own voice. That's the that's the difference. That's yeah. the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, because because if you can sing, then we'll we'll work with you. You know. But now that was to the point where you didn't even have to fucking sing. <laughs> Just get in front, jump around, and look cute. Yeah, and this ain't never been new. We all remember CNC Music Factory, right? Yeah. We yeah. all remember the bitch that was on the video ain't the bitch that's singing the song. Right, right. And then they tried to um, double back when they came out with their second um, album. Yeah. And put her in the video. But yeah, yeah, we know that. We 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 all know that. Um, yeah. shit, more money, more problems. Kelly Price sung the shit out of that. You didn't see her not one time in a goddamn video. She was on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> that don't count. Exactly what I said. You didn't see her in a goddamn video. You seen her on the screen on the yeah. video. You saw this much, and she was singing her face off. You from a remote location. <laughs> now did you see her shaking her face off? You wild as fuck. <laughs> she was. She was. She was from a remote location. You know, they they they've been snubbing the shit out of people that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they have. They have. So, but um, but yeah. If anybody got a couple of hours, I would definitely suggest watching that documentary because it really was good. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, so on to the next topic, um, which this is a sad topic. I hate to end on a sad note, but um, Kiki Palmer, she's back in the news with her baby daddy. Right. Um, and that is because she had to file a restraining order and um request for sole legal custody of her eight month old um yeah so yeah so she had i mean she requested for emergency restraining order and um for it to be granted without them having to um serve him first because of him being abusive and violent and whatnot and um she put in detail in her request, what was going on, along with um, putting still photos from her camera footage of a particular time when he like busted into her house and attacked her. And um, of course, those have hit the um, have hit the news and whatnot. Um, 
And then she also, she did get granted both the restraining order and sole legal custody. And um, her baby daddy, his name is Darius Jackson. He is the brother to Saronis Jackson. So if, um, if that name doesn't sound familiar and you are an Insecure fan, he was on Insecure as Dro. And he was also on the show that was on BET called Games People Play. He was, um, I think he was a basketball player and he was married to Lauren London on the show. But, um, but yeah, he came out and he was tweeting, but he didn't at nobody, but everybody knew who he was talking about. And he was saying like somebody being like the most vile, disgusted, whole bunch of adjectives that he used in his tweets that are now deleted. And this prompted Kiki's mama to come out and make a video. And nobody has ever seen Kiki Palmer's mama. So that on top of uh on top of that was like wow. But she made a video. <clears throat> she made a video, excuse me, about um the situation and about conversations that she has had with Saronis and telling him how his brother is being abusive to her daughter and she was asking for his assistance to uh, try to rectify this situation. And he was saying, um, he, he allegedly was saying to her mom, oh, well, shoot, I was abusive to my women too. So he probably has learned it honestly and blah, blah, blah. And so that prompted him to come out and say, like, uh, I have never been abusive to any woman that I've been involved with or whatnot. Um, now, he has a baby mama who was also on um, Insecure. His baby mama was the chick that, uh, for the Insecure fans, was the chick that Lawrence, um, <laughs> was a chick that Lawrence had dated uh, briefly right after him and Issa broke up that worked at the bank. So she came out and I guess she had like tweeted or put on Instagram that gif of Michael Jackson eating popcorn that people use when they um are like watching some stuff go down. Yeah. So um then she had to come out and make a statement. Her statement made absolutely no sense. So I don't even I even try to remember what the hell she was saying because everybody even I thought it was just me that was confused but then I went to the comments and everybody was like girl what the fuck is you talking about so, <laughs> it's, so a, uh, it's a way to be a part of the fucking narrative you, yeah you know the, 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 you motherfuckers be faking get uh being gaslighted and, and then say some weird ass shit that don't make no sense right right so um so yeah so, you know, because don't nobody play about Kiki Palmer, Darius Jackson is like public enemy number one. His brother is public enemy number two. And his brother's baby mama is public enemy number three. Like everybody catching them right now. So um, what are your thoughts about all this? Ooh, my thoughts about this is, damn, what about your your son, though? Yeah. You know, that's... Um, that's one of my thoughts. And that ain't got nothing to do with me being a daddy now. Um, if, you, if anybody that knows me, um, I'm always, uh, I always want to make sure that the future is taken care of. Because that's what I was told to do growing up. 
So I've always watched children, been, you know what I'm saying, made sure the children was taken care of. That's my thing. So when you look at a, a situation like this, it's like, and then you hear these scenarios and then you see this footage. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that pops in my head is like, what about your son, though? Like, you don't want these type of traits being carried over. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is his mother. Um, I'm so glad that um, I, as a child of abuse, I will say I'm so glad that she seen that from the gate, got a restraining order and got up out of there. Um, because if she stays as that, that, that boy is getting older, he's going to start, excuse me, he's going to start thinking that that is a normal way of uh, living. Um, I can only say that uh, from experience. I thought that was like the normal way to talk to your woman. You know, I thought that was the normal way to deal with your woman. I didn't understand. Like I was as a young man, I it, it took a lot to, to turn that shit around. Cause if I could hit a nigga in the face, I can hit a bitch too. Like when I was a kid, that's, that that's how my mind worked. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen, I, cause I've seen it. Um, so I just hate the situation that's going on because they had uh, the uh, kids involved, but I'm so glad that she got out of it early. Um, so, right. um, so that won't be privy to be in his memory. Um, one thing I will say, um, on not being funny, but being, uh, 100, you, you women got to stop fucking with these niggas. Cause y'all think they cute. If this cute ass nigga can't come up and talk to you, like if this nigga can't do that, then you don't need to be around this nigga because you know what ends up happening with niggas like that? These niggas don't know how to be men. So they do some weird-ass, stupid-ass shit. Um, hate to say it like that, man, but as a man, like, as I grew older and started fucking, you know what I didn't do? Start slapping bitches. <laughs> you know, because I knew how to go up and talk to the person that I liked. This weird-ass nigga, she had to approach him. Yeah. You know? And then she approached him and then she found out, you know, they was cool. And then this nigga ended up being weird. This nigga started being weird. You start doing this weird ass shit and you stay with him. Cause you know, I ain't going to, not to be that kind. Cause I ain't calling women whores, but when you don't dick, get dick regularly like that, you get attached. You got to test this weird ass, dumb fucking ass nigga. And not to downplay you, my dude. Cause whatever you own is whatever you own. What I will say is, that's some dumb ass shit for you to do that dumb ass shit to that uh, that woman like that on camera. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nigga, you fucking yourself up. Right. Like, I'm, I'm like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got some shit going on. I'm just saying right now as a, an individual, you fucking yourself up. Right, because I was thinking like you had to have known that lady got cameras all around that house. Like, why would you? Or maybe he weird ass shit. I'm he sorry, what did you say? He probably just really didn't think that she would go as far as to, you know, get away from him legally, you know? But I don't know. Mostly, I just, you to, man, come on. You, you, Man, you got this little girl. I can't even call her a little girl because she's a grown-ass woman. Grown-ass woman. That's, that's, that's just me on, on my protective mode. You got, okay, so I'm going to keep it 100 as a nigga. You got your bitch out here with her whole ass and pussy out while you trying to throw her over a couch? Nigga, you crazy? <laughs> nigga, you crazy, nigga. Boy, you better be glad this is old footage, cause you would have been in jail, jail. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. She getting assaulted 
all the way around. She she exp she is getting exposed all the way around. Mm -hmm. Boy, you would have been under the jail. I'm just I, this ain't got nothing to do with no nigga shit and no nothing. This is just talking about the times right now. You got you better be glad this is old footage and not something that a maid went and reported. Cause your ass would be in jail. Man. Man. You niggas gotta be better. You niggas gotta be better than that. Listen, um, I ain't saying Kiki Palmer ain't got good pussy, but ain't no pussy good enough for you to start putting your hands on this bitch. I I, I always keep telling my niggas that shit. I done ran across some good pussy in my life. I'm not gonna act that way. I'm not gonna be funny. Every woman then ran around some good dick too. But you know, um, the the women that that, that crashed and burned was the motherfuckers that was trying to put their hands on this on, on that good dick. They had to leave it alone. Same way with dudes. You got to leave that pussy alone. If that pussy makes you so mad that you want to punch the pussy's owner in the mouth, stop fucking with that pussy. <laughs> the subject matter is so not funny, but the way that you be wording shit, though. <laughs> like, for real, though. It, it, the honest to God truth. <laughs> the owner of the pussy. <laughs> No matter how many times she say it's yours, she is the owner. owner Don't the get it twisted, right? <laughs> Do not get it twisted. It's not yours, my nigga. Like, it's, <laughs> even if you married, that pussy is leased. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you can't do you can't do nothing, nothing of the sort to the owner of the pussy. Man. <laughs> Someone to bust on her, but you gotta get a you gotta get away from that pussy. That yeah, pussy like for real. For you, yeah, yeah, like for real. Like not nothing, nothing like this is worth going to jail over. You know, is that worth the public humiliation? It's not worth you losing any type of um, custody or relationship or anything like that with your child. You know. So like none none of this shit that he's going through is worth it, man. But he brought it all on himself. You know what I mean? So you do, yeah. I mean, and then you posting this all weird ass shit like, "Son, see you soon, nigga." You just got caught fucking overhand writing his mama, like yeah. <laughs> right. right now. What you need to do is not say shit at all, right? You know so. Like, what saved Chris Brown is Chris Brown didn't speak until the case was over. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Excuse me. But um, I saw on Twitter that uh, there was apparently a post he made, because he's deleted his Twitter again. But um, there was a post he made where it was like, Several pictures of him and his kid. It looked like they were in the airport. And then, like, the last clip, uh, the last slide was a um, clip from that show that's on um, Amazon, The Boys. And there was, um, I guess there's a villain on there that was like, where is my son? Where is my son? So, I guess he was saying, this is how you feel. When you ain't seen your son in a few hours or some stuff like that, right? So somebody had reposted this and was like, and they kind of did like a little deep dive into the character on the boys. So apparently this character 
um, raped a uh, another character, and that's how oh. this son came about. Oh, and we talking about Homelander, yes. Um, yeah, but he didn't rape her. It, it it came out. If you watched the show, it came out. He didn't rape her. Okay. He didn't rape well, her. Well, that's what they were saying on this yeah. post, and yeah, they were saying she, that he uh, wanted she, his she kid. Wanted that. She wanted the sex. She just didn't want the baby. Oh. Yeah. So let's. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna clear that air up right now, just cause I am a a, a boys uh, watcher. Um, okay. you know, because that's what her, her at the time, that's what her husband was thinking too. Her husband was thinking, um, he took advantage of her, raped her. This, this is a whole cause that uh, her ex husband is on destroying this nigga because that's what he thought when he finally got to meet up with her. Like, no, like she wanted the sex, she just didn't want the baby, and that's why she got tucked off and put away. Oh, okay, make sure okay. the baby was born because she didn't want the baby. She wanted okay. she wanted the superhero dick though. Yeah. <laughs> right. She wanted the dick. She just didn't want the kid. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah. they were well, this person on Twitter, maybe they ain't got that far into the series, but yeah, they was like, if you're comparing yourself to him, then you are a horrible person. And they were saying all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, that's true though. He yeah. is still a horrible guy. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's still a piece of shit. Yeah, but they were saying like you gotta watch the show. Like, yeah, but it, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I'm not gonna get into detail. My nerve was about to come out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, uh, you gotta watch. It. Like no, um, they're totally a hundred percent right. If that's what you think is cool, you want to be Homelander. Yeah, you a piece of shit in general. Not only are you a piece of shit, you're also a sociopath and a narcissist. Oh, wow. All the above, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if that's what you want to be, I mean, kudos to you. But understand that, boy, you're going to end up being in a box somewhere when you get older because everybody gets old, um, but everybody don't have friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, just definitely um, prayers out to Kiki and the whole situation, praying for better days for them, for yeah. a better because she normally ain't in the um, ain't in the news in the negative light. So, and he's really brought a negative light to her in the past few months. But, um, but yeah, so um, you know, praying for better days. But um, yeah, so that was it. So um, the last we have is the fucked up song of the podcast. Um, and, um, we have Belle Biff DeVoe and their hit, um, which I, out of all these years of this song being out, I did not know that the actual name of this song is BBD. What did you think it was? I thought it was, I thought it was me. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, since it is men. Are you going to um, sing this song? <laughs> yeah, I could do this one. Just... All, right. All right, listen. You are now listening to the smooth sound of the Ish We Talk. We're going to go and do a rendition of BVD. I thought it was me. The lyrics. Dear, 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 dear.
Last night. See, that's when I met a sexy girl. Hey. Looking so right. She said, I want to take you for a trip around the world. And then the next verse is, and by the look in her eyes, how the girl was serious. She wore no disguise. Oh no. So let's have some fun. Yeah. Chorus. I thought it was me. I thought it was me that makes this girl this way. I thought it was me. I came to find out she's like that every day. I thought it was me. I thought it was me that makes that girl so wild. I thought it was me. Found out she's like that with all the guys. Rap verse. <laughs> Yo, I love being a bachelor. Ricky said, Yo, the girl's just a good catch for you. She and I chose to cruise in my love boat. My water bed kept a, <laughs> my water bed kept us afloat. I had to prove my manhood, show her that the B-I-V was damn good, understood. I never had a, hold on. I never had my boat rock like that before. I never had my boat rock like that before. Yo. You gonna take it or you want me to go? You got it. And well, we left the spot, our systems ready to go. She said, sit back and relax i'm running the show i couldn't hesitate it was much uh it was much too late that girl got me straight and i was ready to go yeah b yeah b yeah d yeah bvd give it to me b d D, BBD, yo, Ron, what's up with that fly girl you left at the jam? She's sticking closer to you than bread on the meat of my sandwich. I know you knocked the boots, cuz, wow. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it wasn't even like that. She left the room to get comfy and cozy. What? Then the R to the O to the N got nosy. Cruising guys was her favorite pastime. Taking chances almost got her lifetime. She said, you only live once. Stand close. Made many heads turn. If you did her wrong, you just might get burned. So let's have some fun. Yeah. I thought it was me. Who makes this girl feel this way? I thought it was me. Came to find out she's like that every day. I thought it was me. Thought it was me that made that girl so wild. I thought it was me. Found out she's like that with all the guys. I thought it was me who makes the girl feel this way. I thought it was me. Come to find out she's like that every day. I thought it was me. I thought it was me. 
that girl so wild. I thought it was me. I found out she liked that with all the guys. I thought it was me. Oh, yeah. I thought it was me. I thought it was me. I thought it was me that made that girl so wild. I thought it was me. I found out she's like that with all the guys. I thought it was me. Make the girl up. <laughs> Make that girl <laughs> I thought it was me. Come to find out she's like that every day. I thought it was me that made that girl so wild. <laughs> I found out she like that with all the guys. Yeah. I thought it was me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was me. Oh. Ooh. I thought it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was who? I thought it was me. <laughs> oh, you man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you welcome. Yeah. So that was Belle Biff DeVoe. I thought it was me. BVD, whatever you want to call it. Horrible rendition. Right. <laughs> no, it was. I, it was very entertaining. I was totally fucking the It was very entertaining. Um, yeah. As you can tell, this song was like a part of my childhood. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah, I still remember the words. You know, way better because I know. didn't know the I, I remember the song, but I didn't know the words, so I listened to this song from yesterday to today, and I still yeah. managed to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, I remember the words. Yeah, this song got played a lot in my childhood, and I didn't even realize that it got played that much until I listened to it the other day and was like, I know all these words, okay. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so, but that was a good album. That was a, that good, was a album. good album. But like, listen, the songs about, and I'm only mm -hmm. referencing this because this is a '90s song. Mm -hmm. This song is about a skeezer. This is <laughs> You know what? When you go, when you went through the lyrics, I was like, you know. Excuse me. They had a couple of songs about skeezers. They 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 love fucking yeah. with skeezers. They I guess the niggas from skeezers. Boston don't mind fucking with skeezers. At all. Because um the song that's actually considered the number one song of the nineties is Poison. Sure. So you got Poison, you got Thought It Was Me, and they're there it can it can very well be about the same type of female. You know what I'm saying? And they was calling them out. So they was all they was over them. <laughs> they was over them yeah. and they foolishness. But they was ahead of their time. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You can't be going on your, your 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 fake feminist shit when you just going somewhere taking dick. Like, get out of here. Right, right. So it was like it was a new jack swing version of Dirty Diana. Yep. You know. So Ooh, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense why Ricky's voice was that way. Cause like when I'm thinking about the song, that nigga be like and then and then he would do that and i'm like oh yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. serious yeah yep. she wore no disguise i always wonder what he meant by she wore no disguise like this did she not wear no makeup like nah, she put it out there that she was ready to fuck oh oh okay. Fuck. okay 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 yeah, like she wasn't trying to play that. Uh, yeah, she didn't play no games. Yeah, yeah. like Rob said, like if you cross her, she might burn you. This how fucked up she she be fucking. <laughs> she be fucking, bro. Nigga, you might do the wrong right. thing. She gonna fuck with old uh, old nigga with the shiftless. She know she gonna go take a pill, get rid of it in seven days. You don't even know you got it, nigga. Yeah. Mm. That's a cold game. Mm-hmm. As a cousin, but yeah, but it but the song was jamming. So when you're like six years old, you're gonna be singing this at school and don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it was me. Cause that's the only part I knew. Like when I'm thinking about it from the age I was when it came out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the only part I knew. Yeah, I thought it was me. Yeah. I thought it was me that made that girl this way. Found out she's like that every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the part right. I knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, yo, Ron, what's up with that? Fly girl. Like <laughs> shout out to Ron for knowing this bitch wouldn't shit. <laughs> He yeah. was letting the crew fuck the shit out of this bitch. He's like, nah, I'm cool. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out I'm to Rob for knowing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, nah, I'll pass. I'll pass. But thanks. Thanks for the offer, but I'll pass. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So that was uh that was uh Belle Biff DeVoe. Now you so, know. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't have any final thoughts, but um, Jerry's final thoughts, you can take it away. Ooh. Okay, well, uh, Jerry's final thoughts is simple as this. Um, We're approaching that time in November that we have to talk about things that we are grateful for. Um, I know um, that, you know, Thanksgiving ain't been here yet. but I will uh, start it off early and say things like this. Uh, I am very grateful for um, people like Lindsay, um, people like my mother, um, top-notch people, uh, the people that are are the first in the top tier of my life, like Jasmine and Karen. Um, I'm thankful for that. And I realize sometimes that uh, some people aren't privileged to be that rich. Um, a lot of people uh, are privy to like, you know, have a bunch of friends and 
be around a bunch of people or always be in the who's who. But um, a lot of people aren't rich. Uh, and when I say it like that, I mean um, rich enough uh, that they know that they have family. They know that they have people that actually um, will come together and um, either hatch things out or talk about it or um, just want to um, know what's going on with you. So my Jerry's final thought is if you if you don't have that, try to find that. And if you can't never find it, um, I always appreciate the people that do have it because um, this this life that we have is very fleeting. And the last thing you want to do um, is be sitting there when you know they about to turn the lights off and you ain't got nobody there to help you walk out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, take care of yourself and others. Right. Thank you for that, Jerry's final thought. So, um, yeah, this is episode 99. It's 1999, my nigga. And we are coming up on the 100th episode, which we are doing live. So if anybody's in the Kansas City area, hit us up because we are um, selling tickets for the show. Um, you can buy them in advance or, uh, you know, come to the door. It's all over our social media. So, yeah, um, just hit us up and we will get that to you. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, so we will see you guys on the live show, episode 100. Bye. Exactly.